welcome to the Blab Podcast. This is episode 7 and today I have Lindy Jewell who is a a down-to-earth psychic intuitive energy healer who loves the opportunity to help others find their own calm and clarity. Lindy tunes in, in quotation marks, she tunes into her client's energy um, to offer insightful guidance in a high vibe. Um, the sessions are fun, they can be online, in person, um, at her studio which is in the beautiful um, Dandenong Ranges in Melbourne and she's always up for a laugh whilst delivering her messages for the purpose of the healing of your heart and soul and I was so honoured to um, do this podcast with Lindy. Lindy um, has adult children now and so it was quite interesting to talk to her about her body image issues and her experience with having children um, I think it was like 20 years ago. Um, so I hope you enjoy the podcast and um, yeah, <laughs> sorry I went a bit weird then. in that um, on my obstetrician and my back went um, very late in the pregnancy and I was still working and I went to him to see what could be done and I was yeah. I was um, like it was intense pain wow. and he, he stuck his finger into my back where it was sore and oh said to me God. oh you're a sook like my horse and I walked around oh, there hysterical he was horrible yeah. um, but I'd actually slipped the I think it's a steak something bone in my back like so I had nerve stuff going on so that was pretty traumatic and then the birth um it was one of those horrible ones like I I labored for sort of 36 hours before they seized it yeah so it went on and on so it was emergency seizure and yeah in that in that laboring and laboring and keeping and I had dilated quite early I had dilated eight centimeters at home and I still couldn't get him out so um yeah feeling like I was doing it wrong like no one explained okay, yeah. I'd been to the baby classes and stuff because all that goes out of your head when you're yes. actually when it's <laughs> happening yeah when you're yeah. in the thick of it yeah that's yeah. right so I um yeah and I and because I was so exhausted because it had gone on so long yeah that people were probably talking to me and probably telling me what was going on I had no idea I was yeah, in, in the zone. yeah exactly yeah. and in the end I was contracting and then falling asleep just exhausted there was yeah. just nothing left and I'd wake up contracting and fall back to sleep so they decided to seize her and they, they got, I actually, um, it was an interesting thing because it was before, like I'm a psychic medium now, but yes. it was before I knew that I was that. Yes. Um, and I woke up during one of those contractions and the, the obstetrician said, I heard him say to the nurse, oh, we're going to use the forceps. And something in me made me grab hold of my husband, like in a death grip and say, yeah. no forceps, yeah. no forceps. And yeah. then I was out again. And oh, the next no. contraction, even while contracting, it was no forceps, don't let me the forceps. Yeah. And so my poor husband was terrified of me. <laughs> <laughs> Look, 
in that moment. Uh, but I don't. That's not me. Yeah. Like that was coming from somewhere else. So yeah. that was that was incredible. So um, yeah. So they him and the, the between my husband and the midwife that was there, they they kind of talked this doctor down. He was very like very arrogant. He was not a nice man. But yeah. um, so I didn't have to have the forceps, which was which was good because when the when um, my oldest was born. He, he, you know, did the Caesar thing, put him on my, pretty much threw him on my chest and said, well, we wouldn't have got him out with the forceps anyway. And then walked away. So oh, I think okay. how, what would the damage have done yeah. had he done that? So, the forceps. Yeah, yeah, exactly, exactly. And then, and that was all kind of traumatic enough, but I had a new baby and it was all exciting. And then my mum walked in, bless her cotton socks, and says to me, oh, well, I had my babies properly. And that was the moment wow. that for me, I've, I crashed. Yeah. I really crashed. It was yeah. really hard to take to have. How did that make you feel? Oh, I really felt like apart from kind of, I felt like I'd done it wrong. I felt yeah. like I'd failed, like I yeah. cheated. And I was yeah. like, oh, my God, I can't do what I've been through. Yeah. You know, but I was so your oldest is 18 now. So 18 right. years ago, having a cesarean wasn't like a really big thing back then, was it? Oh, it was, certainly wasn't. It, you, there was nobody time. I knew that was booked in before. Yeah. That, that was not a thing yeah. where I was. So, um, uh, yeah, so it was a big deal. Like you had a Caesar if it was an emergency. Yes. It wasn't, they weren't usually planned. No other options. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. And, of course, my second was a Caesar because of the first one yes. and because there's complications with that. Yes. So, yeah, but it, the interesting reaction was, you know, my mum saying that, oh, I had mine properly. And then my nan, so her mum, yeah. holding the baby and sobbing, going, you could have died. You would have died without that. You could have wow. died. Like that. So she had the empathy. Yeah, and yeah. And mum was a bit stubborn. <laughs> what yeah, are you doing? Yeah, yeah, exactly. So I thought that was the reactions were really interesting because they're both hard asses. It's not like nan was this beautiful soft fuzzy. Yeah. You know? So for the, for the different reactions. And so that kind of threw me as well. Like, well, I wasn't expecting that from nan either. So. Yeah. But it, it did certainly did make me feel better, so thank you, Nan. She's a spirit now. But, um, yeah, the interesting the reactions to to what went on. Absolutely, yeah. absolutely. And what was the experience that you had with your second child? That was just a planned caesarean? Well, it was, but um, because of the first Caesar, he settled wrong. They think it's linked to the first Caesar. Um, yeah. I ended up with placenta previa, which is where the placenta sits too low in the yes. cervix yeah. and so I was um, bleeding and in and out of hospital within right. from 17 weeks so yeah. I was you know constantly just pretty much flat on my back I really couldn't do yeah. anything when I bled yeah. um, and then he was an emergency Caesar it was only three and a half well they were astounded I got to within three and a half weeks of due date yeah. but um, the, the bleeding was pretty horrific I had okay. you know I had nurses coming in and I didn't fully understand the impact of, of what had gone on I had nurses coming in because I'd been in the hospital so long that they all kind of knew me. So they were all coming in afterwards going, I'm oh, so glad you're still here. I'm so glad you're still here. Oh, I was going, yeah, that's odd. <laughs> not realising that I'd actually come, you know, that close yeah. to dying, to yeah. just not being here. And, um, and the, recovery, the recovery from that was pretty traumatic. It was yeah. very, a very long recovery because I had so many units of blood. And one thing right. they don't tell you is that when you have all those units of blood, after a week or two, it kind of dies because it's already been in someone oh, else right. and then it comes into you. And so I was starting to, I'm going, oh, yeah, I was beginning to, you know, be able to walk to the kitchen and back. I was pretty yeah. starved. And then all of a sudden I crashed again. I was like, bloody hell. I felt like my body just let me down again, oh, you know. Yeah. Like I just couldn't, um, couldn't have felt like I was never going to recover. But, of course, after six weeks I was, yeah, definitely on the mend. And yeah. Yeah, definitely. Excellent. Yeah. And so you've had your two babies. More so after you had your first baby, you had your cesarean. When you first looked in the mirror, what 
what did you sort of expect to see? Did you kind of, did you realise the impact of having a baby would change your body or did you just think that your body would sort of, I know you had a cesarean, but did you sort of think that your body would just be back to how it was? Yeah, I did. I I was pretty naive, I guess, but there's not really a lot of discussion around that, I don't think, about what it certainly wasn't then. But there... Like my hips were wider and the top of my legs was different. And, you know, like things like I knew that my belly would take a little while to go back yes. to, to anything resembling what it was. Well, it actually never has. <laughs> <laughs> Let's face it. But, um, but, yeah, everything changed. And even, um, like I'm a big busted girl anyway, but, you know, having them so heavy with milk and stuff, like my shoulders feel like they're different yeah. as well. Like everything has impacted, yeah. not just what I assumed would be just on my belly will get big and then eventually it will go down and then off we go. No, 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 no. That's not happening. Yeah. And um, how did you sort of overcome with that factor of um, coming to that realisation that, you know, what was once your body pre-children to now the body that you have? So how did you sort of deal with that transition? Um, not very well. I fought it for a very long time. Like I would um, go for, you know, I, I tried everything exercise-wise. I would exercise and yeah. exercise. And then, but of course, you know, you, the other thing is that anyone with a baby would tell you that you, you have in your head that this is going to, you know, I'll just take the baby walking and I'll just do this and I'll just continue on. No, you won't. Yeah. <laughs> you know, like all your plans change. You may not sleep at all on Thursday night because there's no yeah. way you're going to walk on Friday. Yeah. Um, I'm not a gym junkie kind of person. Yeah. I like being fit. I did love, I live in the Dandenong Ranges um, in Melbourne because it's gorgeous, so lots of walking opportunities and I did yeah. lots of that, but not nearly as... Did you feel under pressure to do those oh, things? Oh, yeah. yeah. Yeah, absolutely. And the pressure came from me. It was no yeah. one else. It was yeah. me trying to fit back in, not so much fit back into my clothes, but almost fit back into my own body image. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like I didn't think about the need to change the body image I had in my head about myself. Yeah. Yeah. yeah that makes perfect sense. Yeah. So what sort of tips do you have for our listeners to sort of help them with that transition of, you know, going from their pre-baby body to their after-baby body? What's, how can they sort of overcome that, um, you know, kind of say, that transition, I suppose, because, you know, when you do have a baby and you sort of see your body afterwards, certainly not what it was but you don't expect it to be different at the same time because the mindset hasn't gone with you yeah. in that journey that's so you true. have watched your belly grow yeah. but then it's almost like I know for me personally when I had my first baby I was lying in the hospital bed and luckily I had an emergency cesarean and I felt my tummy and it just felt like jelly yes. yeah <laughs> and then I had like this overhang because I had the cesarean and that's never changed. So <laughs> yeah, yeah, what, I get that. <laughs> what sort of tips would you have for people to help them sort of overcome that, I suppose? I think maybe having an awareness of the fact that it's it's most probably not going to be the same. I think it's kind of difficult because there's, you know, these beautiful people in the world, um, you know, like Rebecca Jard and Carrie Bickmore and all the yeah. people that we see on telly who do snap back. So, yes, it's possible. So don't think, oh, that's it, I'm done. Mm. But it's, it, I, as, from what I've witnessed and experienced over the last 18 years, is unlikely. Like, yeah. I'm not, I'm no Robinson Crusoe with this change of body shape. It's kind yeah. of morphed and changed how it is. Yeah. Um, uh, absolutely, you know, you can have all the um, um, discipline in the world with diets and exercise, but your yeah. body at a base level is going to be different. Your hips are wider. The, yeah. the way you walk will be different. All those little things. Absolutely. So even if you you go back to being slim gym, 
is still, um, yeah, there still is this, I think there needs to be an awareness for the, for the new mums. It's a bit yeah. hard to, it, you know, when, when you find out you're pregnant, the whole focus is about the baby, yeah. which is understandable because yeah. it's exciting and you right. don't know what you get and it's, you know, like personality-wise rather yeah. than sex. But um, there's not a lot of thought for your own life and how that's going to change that's and your own body changing is just not on the radar. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I totally agree with you. Yeah. A little um, surprise question for you. Yes. Um, what book or movie would you recommend for mums to read or watch? Oh, I'm not, I love reading, but I read um, ridiculous, just funny fiction novels. So I'm yeah. Really not, not much there. It's funny, the, um, the books that I was reading when I was, before I got pregnant with my first one, yeah. my second one was um, the uh, time traveller one. What's that? It's now a, a um, Overland. Overland. Yeah. So, yeah, and I and my friends and I giggled because we, we um, are absolutely sure that technically Jamie out of Overland is Ryan's father. <laughs> <laughs> Very funny. Excellent. So, yeah, definitely one of my favourite books. But, I mean, that was a good one too because yeah. Claire, the main character, was all about overcoming this, that and the other. Yeah. And day-to-day life when you've got a brand-new baby, it's that. It's overcoming yeah. all the obstacles. You have no idea yeah. even a thing. Absolutely. Yeah. Now, you're a psychic, intuitive energy healer. Yes. When did you get into that? Um, it's one of those things I've done. I've kind of got messages and stuff all my life. Yeah. And it was actually um, my oldest son has Asperger's and it was okay. very difficult to diagnose because he wasn't um, sort of a run of the mill. And it wasn't all that well known back yeah. then, like the autism spectrum. There wasn't yeah. as much of that going on. So, um, and I ended up going in and using um, an alternative therapy. I just kept getting these messages, these pushes to go and do some sort of alternative stuff okay. with him because the yeah. the OT stuff was kind of working and, you know, um, paediatrician's recommendations were kind of working, but nothing's really hitting the nail on the head. Yeah. And then I went to the kinesiologist and it just changed everything. And the way she used energy, I went, wow, this is a thing. Wow. So, um, and so now with my own work, um, you know, I work with children, I work with mums, and it's it's interesting um, the way it kind of changes and evolves over time because you go along and learn and develop different, different yeah. skills and stuff. Um, seeing people as the way I see them is kind of as physical, mental, emotional, and spiritual beings. I guess yeah. like different those different levels. Yeah. And um, yeah, and, and for mums and that physical side, it's quite mm. it's quite impactful. It's quite yeah. a big. Um, you know, often we feel, and because we're so tired <laughs> all the time, all the time, yeah. there often can be almost this energetic disconnect. Like it's almost yeah. like we're we're, oh, we're functioning, yes. but we're not in there. We're not yeah. doing it. So like an autopilot. Yeah, yeah. Exactly. it's almost yeah. like our soul. And this is very dramatic and very woo woo. So apologies to anyone who's not into that. But it's almost like your soul kind of half steps out and goes, "Oh, look, it's just too hard." Yeah, <laughs> I need a break. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. So connecting that all back up so that we can get the proper momentum we need. I just love doing that that's absolutely awesome. love it. yeah that's great and how can people connect with you if they want to connect with you are you on facebook or instagram yes or i am yes so uh look up facebook lindy jewel uh i think it's says intuitive healer uh and instagram um at lindy jewel lindy yeah. l-y-n-d-y-j-e-w-e-l-l uh yeah and i do bookings in person and online i can do yeah. them on video okay feed. excellent so, yeah they're fantastic well thank you so much for joining me on the um, Blood Podcast. Um, it was an absolute pleasure and thank you for sharing your story with us. Thank you for having me. And um, yeah, um, thank you. <laughs> thank you. <laughs> no worries.
Thank you for listening to the Blab podcast. Please head to samararomanis.com. Like the Facebook page, Body Love After Birthing Babes, and follow samara.romanis on Instagram. Have the best day.